Hello, beautiful. I'm your host and your mindset coach, Samantha Roberto, and I want to thank you for joining this conversation. We are a space of women empowering women, and each week we feature an empowered woman's vulnerable story because it's important to have these conversations so that we can learn and grow from one another. So go subscribe to get your weekly dose of inspiration. So I am super excited about the timing of this week's episode. It is Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving weekend to all of my Americans out there. I have to be honest, I always say that Thanksgiving is one of my absolute favorite holidays. And it's not because I eat turkey. It's not because of the turkey. I miss turkey. I don't eat meat anymore. It's probably the one time I ever miss meat is this time of the year. But it is because I love the concept and the idea of having a holiday around giving thanks and being grateful for the things that we all have in our life. And I mean, especially this year, 2020 is almost done. 2021 is around the corner and you never would have thought back in January that we would all be up against the things that transpired in the past 10 months, but here we are. And I just think it's so important, no matter your circumstance, no matter what is happening on the outside, to find gratitude for the gifts in your life. And there is always a gift to be had. So one of my main manifesting hacks, and it is such a super powerful trick, and it is so easy. It literally takes you one minute in the morning and one minute in the evening is to think of five things you are grateful for. I do this every single day. All of my clients, I encourage them all to do this every single day because when you start weaving in and incorporating gratitude into your day-to-day life, everything changes. And this is why I'm so excited about this week's episode, because her story really is an example of the powerful healing that comes when you can tap into your heart space. So this week we have Jennifer Garman, who is the founder and the CEO of the gratitudemission.org. She is a life coach and the author of Flourish, Seven Ways Gratitude Can Transform Your Life. What I love about her story is that overall she was pretty healthy her whole life. And then in her late 30s, after she had her third child, all of a sudden she started developing these really mysterious symptoms. And as you're about to hear, it's like one thing led to another to another. And her body ended up being sick for seven years years. She saw all of the doctors. She went to all of the specialists and nobody could figure out what was wrong, what was happening, what to heal it or to give her some relief. And it wasn't till seven years later when she started working with a life coach who introduced gratitude in her life. You're not going to believe after every single day of going through that pain with her body, how quickly it was healed. So, you know, we just dive in deep to this topic and she is a living, breathing testimonial, like I said, of the power of gratitude and the power of tapping into your heart space and what miracles can really happen when you can learn to elevate your state to that frequency of just, you know, 
gratefulness and appreciation and love. And with it being Thanksgiving weekend for all of you Americans out there, for it being such a crazy, crazy year where so many of us feel like the carpets are sort of ripped right under our feet, gratitude is something that is always available to us. And I swear, like if you just incorporate this one practice into your life, everything will begin to shift and change. And before we jump into this week's episode, this week's review feature comes from Maddie in the UK who says, just brilliant. Hey Sam, I love all of your podcast episodes. It is a pleasure to listen to the amazing inspirational life experiences from everyone. They're really cool and insightful. I absolutely love them. Thank you, Maddie, for the amazing review. And if you are tuning in and you are grateful for the show, if you've appreciated the show, I would be so grateful from you if you just scroll to the bottom of your Apple iTunes and take 30 seconds to leave us a rating and a review. I would really, really appreciate it. It helps us with, you know, reaching more people and expanding the show. And, you know, it's a nice way and an easy way to pay it forward. So on that note, let's get to this week's episode. Jennifer, it is so amazing to connect with you. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me, Samantha. It's great to be here. I would love to hear because you've got a mission that is very close to my heart. I can already tell the gratitude mission is something that I would firmly stand behind. But I want to hear the story because usually when there's something that you know people sort of get into or something really passionate about, there's a story as to what sparked that cause. So tell us. Yeah. So the story is I was sick for uh, just over seven years and it was a mystery illness uh, to this day. I don't really know exactly what caused it or fully what it was. Uh, I just know that I was not well for the better part of seven years. And I went to all the doctors. I did all the right things, specialists, even non-traditional medicine. And I just could not get back to myself again. So what were the symptoms? Like when you say sick, like was it, what did it look like for you? Yeah. So it started out as complete insomnia. That was my first symptom, but that slowly snowballed into autoimmune dysfunctions and food intolerances and allergies to bizarre things that I'd never been sensitive to before and tons of brain fog. My energy was just completely zapped. It just felt awful. And I knew that it, I did not feel myself and I knew that I, there was something seriously wrong and it was just aggravating to, to not be able to find out what that was. So it started as complete insomnia. What is that? That terrifies yeah. me. Just about it. I'm like, hey, what, what do you mean complete insomnia? Yeah. Like literally you stare at the clock all night and you close your eyes and you open them up and it's like four minutes have passed. Oh, <laughs> And that's God. like night after night for several nights until I was like, I'm going to the doctor. I don't know what's wrong. And that started the band-aid process of, well, let's, you know, band-aid this symptom and that symptom without really focusing on, well, what could have caused this? Um, so I had, you know, a lot of band-aids all over the place for several years and I still didn't feel myself. I mean, I did piece together some, you know, pseudo sleep, I called it, because when you take sleep medications, and I know people, this will resonate with them, that you don't really feel fully rested. You mm -hmm. feel like you can get by, but mm -hmm. you don't feel yourself. You don't feel like, you know, this is what you really need. And that's mm -hmm. kind of what I was doing. I was getting by. <laughs> 
Mm -hmm. And I'm just curious that at what point of your life was this? Like how old were you when these symptoms crept up? Yeah. So I was in my late thirties. I had just had my third child and she just turned one and it was literally like, I was fine one day and then I was not, it was that quick that it came on. And it was like, okay, what is going on? Because there was nothing in my life I could point to. It was like, okay, this was really stressful. That's what caused it. Or, you know, this, I just had a lot on my plate and I was kind of going, you know, going, going, going like the Energizer Bunny without really recharging like I needed to. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so what happened? That That's crazy. I can't even imagine just one day having all of these symptoms and then building on it for years and years. So it, it went for how long? So it was just over seven years that this went on. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. That's like the seven years of bad luck. I just like think about it. Did you break a mirror? (laughs) I might have. That's one thing I didn't consider. (laughs) (laughs) I just solved it. The mystery mystery solved on the Hello Beautiful podcast. I got you. (laughs) No, but seriously, I can't even imagine how excruciating that must have felt at the time. Yeah, it was aggravating, but I kind of focused on like, you know, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to figure it out. But then I didn't. And it was, you know, at that point, it was just over seven years. I'm like, you know, I've wasted all this time and effort and energy pouring Mm -hmm. into trying to find out what's wrong when, you know, I can just pull myself together as best I can and try and move on. Mm -hmm. And that's what I decided to do. I got my um, life coaching certification. And in my studies, I kept coming up across like gratitude kept coming up as, you know, very powerful and the happiest people practice it. And, you know, mindfulness techniques and power of our thoughts and quantum physics. And I was fascinated by all these things. So I really did a deep dive and, you know, tried to learn as much as I could about all this. Amazing. That is my language. So I love like everything you just mentioned is everything that I believe in. So I'm, I'm excited to go into all the techniques and everything you learned. I'm just curious before we jump into that, how did the relationships around you for those seven years that you were going through that? How did you, do you find it affected the relationships around you? Did you find you had a lot of support or did it put strain on them? I'm just trying to get a a picture of that. Yeah, it really did affect most of my relationships. Um, There was just a very few select few number of people that I could really be myself with and everybody else who kind of looked at me and said, you're fine, you know, and I got that enough and looks and stuff when I would start to go down that path, I'm like, okay, you're not going to get the full story. I'm fine. (laughs) So I didn't really tell a lot of people. Yeah. But you had your anchor people in your corner who you knew could be there. And I think that's so important whenever you're going through something, almost having discernment with who you really bring in and who you really trust with like being open and sharing and, you know, having those friendships are key. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So to back to the gratitude. So you found gratitude through life coaching, which is amazing. Yeah. So that's where I came across the notion of it. And I started learning about it. And, you know, neuroplasticity came in and I was really fascinated with that. And I started devouring books by um, Joe Dispenza and um, Bruce Lipton and you name it, everybody out there that is, you know, in that field. I just started reading all their stuff and I just became mesmerized by it. So at that point, I decided to run an experiment on myself and I used gratitude as my pillar emotion. And I brought in neuroplasticity techniques and I really worked on myself and, you know, feeling better. And lo and behold, I healed myself within about a month. So after being sick for over seven years, all my symptoms were gone within a month. This makes me really excited because I am a firm believer. I'm a huge fan of Dr. Joe. I've gone to two of his live advanced trainings 
Have you been no, to I any wish. live? I wish. Yeah, I'm so jealous. <laughs> Add it to your bucket list now. You gotta go. It's gotta happen. I swear it's one of the top experiences of my life. The healing and the miracles that I've witnessed with my own eyes through that event, his events, unbelievable, pure miracles. And it all comes from gratitude and tapping into that love space. So what techniques did you specifically use? So what was your path into gratitude? Which ones were you sort of like, which ones did you implement? So um, a lot of times I would use his deep breathing techniques and, you know, you're breathing from the core up, pulling up the energy and then releasing it. And that's how I would kind of get into my mindset and get into the place of fully present and, you know, zero thoughts going through my head. And then I would bring in a memory. And this is something that, you know, would be, and I think you'd have to change it up because you can't bring the same memory in all the time because it kind of does lose its pow. <laughs> but I'd bring in a memory and I would fully feel that memory. And I'd feel the absolute gratitude for that moment that I experienced. And I'd bring in all the senses and I'd get to the point where I'd have goosebumps. I could feel it so much. And I would project that into the future of what I saw myself being fully well and alive and, you know, having a passion and a life again. And yeah. that's when the miracles really started happening. Mm, I love it. So essentially for anybody who's listening, who's like, okay, what's this technique? Let's like, you know, talk about it a little bit. Essentially what you do is you breathe, you do a certain breathwork technique where you take your energy from your perineum, which is the base, like your root chakra, and then you follow your awareness all the way up to your pineal gland. And using the breath, you sort of bring your energy up there. You hold your breath and then you release. And as you do that, you're actually moving the energy up your body. And within that space, like that heightened level of awareness and that higher vibing frequency, you have access to sort of, you know, a different level of, of healing. So then at that point, what you did is you, you brought a memory from your past that was just pure love, like really good memories. And you felt that feeling in the moment. And essentially that sensation and that feeling raised your vibrations to be able to attract it and heal your body from that place. Absolutely. You, you described it really well. <laughs> so you're very familiar with his breathing techniques. <laughs> I, you know, I firmly believe in them. I actually, you know, funny enough, my partner and I just last night, we're, we're in the island of Grenada right now. And I'm huge I believe in the power of manifestation. I believe in miracles. I believe in all of this work. But even just last night, we did an hour and 46 minute Dr. Joe meditation. And I didn't even realize it was that long. Like, I'm like, put something on. And we went through and did it. And I swear to God, every single time I do it, I'm just like, we need to do this every single day in the morning, at night. Like, we need to start doing this more because the more you do it, the quicker miracles happen. Yes. And it's really what you focus on, you manifest and you bring into your life. And when you focus on the healing and you focus on the positives and that becomes your core and what you live day in and day out, it's just, it, it multiplies and it's the baseline truth. It really works. And it comes down to the feeling. Cause you said you'd focus on something that you were so grateful, something that you could like, it was so real that you could like your senses that were lost in that gratitude and then with that energy, with that feeling, that's when you could project and visualize and create the future. That's it's manifestation, essentially. And you healed yourself in one month. Yeah. I yeah. want to highlight that. Seven years sick, one month healed through this practice. Yeah, it was amazing. And I didn't believe it at first. I really had to do a deep dive after this happened to me because I'm like, okay, I feel great, but it's going to come back. This is not going to last. And, you know, I, I did keep up the practice for sure. I didn't let that slack, but I really did a deep dive into the research. And that's kind of where my book came from is that, you know, I had to do all this to make sure I believed in it. <laughs> Even after experiencing, I, I needed to feel like that it was scientifically out there and proven. 
And I love it. I love that you're bringing the science to it because often people can be skeptical. They're like, oh, you know, it's woo-woo or, oh, it's this. But then science is proving that, you know, it's being backed up. So can you share some of the science behind gratitude? Yeah, actually, um, we can now prove that on a cellular level, and this is one of Dr. Joe's, um, he, he did this study. And it was one of his groups that he brought in. And I believe it was the IgA factor that he was testing. So this is immune response. And he was testing this. So he took blood samples from everybody. And then he had everybody do a meditation and mm-hmm. focus on love, joy, and gratitude in the meditation. Mm-hmm. And then he took another blood sample and the factor improved by a significant amount. It was statistically significant. So it would have held up to a, a clinical trial study. And it's just, you know, this is what we all know that have experienced this or have, you know, read and believe the research. It's now being scientifically proven. And they even have, you know, documented, you know, proof that these frequencies, gratitude, joy, love are very high frequencies. And if you just think of it from a logistical perspective, you know, a high, a feeling of a high is what you typically want to feel. You want that feeling. So it makes complete sense that you want to be in these emotional feelings versus the low frequencies like stress, anxiety, and depression. We don't want to feel that way. Exactly. So what are your go-to tips for somebody who wants to tap into gratitude? For someone who's like listening to this and it's like, okay, gratitude, sure. Like I'll try it. Let's give, you know, maybe five practices that they can do. Okay. It's going to be hard to narrow down five, but okay. The very first thing. I want as many as you got. You're the gratitude. You've got so many. <laughs> I want them all actually. I'm not going to limit you. There's a ton that you can do, but the, the number one thing I hear is, you know, I don't have time to do this. I am so busy in my day. And um, what I'll say to people that tell me that is I said that one time and I spent over seven years being sick. And now I, I spend at least 30, 40, sometimes an hour and a half in the morning. That is my dedicated time where I practice meditation. I practice being present. I practice feeling gratitude and putting it out into my day. And when I do that, it's amazing how the obstacles that I'm up against just melt away. And when I don't get that practice in or it gets cut short, It's amazing how many things do pop up that are, you know, more detrimental to the day. So it's just a matter of priorities. And I guarantee if you prioritize something like this, you're going to be so thankful that you did. But for those who are just saying, you know, I need to see a little proof in the pudding first, you can literally get out of bed, swing your feet over the bed, put one foot down on the floor, say thank, the other foot down, say you, carry that feeling with you into your getting ready for the day routine, into showering, brushing your teeth, making your coffee you know, whatever mindless routines that you have to do and bring gratitude in and bring the feeling in of all the things you can think of that you're grateful for. And then do it again at bedtime, right before you're going off to bed. These are the two times where you're in between subconscious and conscious state. And it's the most critical time to practice something like this because it gets deep rooted in the neural pathways when we do it at this time. Um, Another great tip that I have is, you know, especially if you're feeling just like, I can't feel grateful today get out for a five minute walk outside and it just take in nature around you. And it's impossible not to feel awe for what's going on in the world around you. I did this when the pandemic first hit and we were in complete shutdown and everybody was just in fear and feeling uncertain and scared. And I went outside and I tell you, I've talked to so many people who felt this exact same way. The birds were so loud and Mm -hmm. nature was just screaming. Everything is going to be okay. And Mm -hmm. you couldn't help but to say like, okay, none of nature feels this pandemic and the effects. We're going to be okay. So it's just a reset that you can do. And it's as little as five minutes spending outside, walking around in nature and just taking it in 
and feeling gratitude for all that's going on around you. I think that's so important to highlight. Like nature really is the purest reflection, I want to say. Like never mind, <laughs> never mind humans, never mind like the news, never mind what we're told. It's like look at nature and there's so many answers within that space. If you can just slow down enough and, you know, feel the sun on your skin or like you said, hear the birds singing in the background, it's like all of a sudden it can bring you to the present moment. And that's powerful. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just a reminder too that no matter how bad you feel that things are, the world is continuing on and everything is still in motion. You know, things have not exploded to the point where there's nothing. It's not like a nuclear bomb site around you. Everything is still in process, in motion. And that is really reassuring to say, you know, it's not as bad as I thought it was or that my mind made it up to be. Exactly. So I'd love to hear a little bit about your gratitude mission because the story continues. Yes. So after I learned this and I convinced myself that it wasn't just, you know, woo woo or whatever you want to call it, I knew that I needed to take what I learned and teach this to others. I knew that this was the path that, you know, I went through this sickness for, and this healing for a reason. So I was truly on fire to teach this to other people. And the first people that I wanted to teach this to were my kids. So mm -hmm. I went looking for a product that would teach them gratitude and for them to be easily able to bring it into their life. And I like the idea of a visual because a journal, it's great, but you know, you can kind of stick it away and forget about it, or it may not be as impactful versus something that you constantly are seeing. That's kind of what I wanted. So I found a couple things, but they were more of like a, a crafty type, make it yourself. Mm -hmm. And um, I didn't want that. I wanted something just to purchase. So when I couldn't find what I wanted, I actually decided to go and create it and market it, take it to the global market. So that's what I did with my growing gratitude tree. And that's why I found a gratitude mission to take the gra growing gratitude tree to market and to also encompass and bring in the power of gratitude and share with people, you know, how life transformative it could really be. I love it. Can you explain what a growing gratitude tree is? Yeah. So it's a vinyl wall decal and it's in the form of a tree. So you add the branches to the wall and you make a tree, you know, given however much space you have on your wall, it's customizable to that. And then on the leaves, this is where you write the things you're grateful for. So on a consistent basis, you add the leaves to the tree and slowly over time, it becomes this beautiful wall mural of all that you have in your life that you are thankful for. And when you see this, you realize this tree of abundance is everything that you have. And it's a perspective shift from I don't have to I have so much. Mm -hmm. And this is where a lot of people get wrapped up and stuck is that, you know, I'll be happy when I get this raise, when I get a bonus, when I get a promotion, when I have kids, you know, all these whens, whens in the future. But we mm -hmm. need to focus on the present and be fully present to be happy. And happiness is something that you're responsible for. It's your choice. And it's really, really hard to not if you're not in the present to be happy when you're in the future and constantly, you know, focusing on the future, it's more of an anxiety reflex and you're bringing up, you know, things that you're, you don't have yet and you're postponing happiness, so to speak. So you really need to bring into um, your perspective, what you have now and the present moment. I love it. I love how you just said that happiness is your choice. It's like, you're actually choosing not to be happy, <laughs> you know, and, and it's not in a, spiritual bypass type way where it's like, you know, you don't embrace all emotions. It's not like just be happy when you feel sad. Like it's okay to be, feel sad. It's okay to process anger and frustration and overwhelm when they're there. But at the end of the day, you know, you can also choose what lens you sort of look through. And it's like, look at a lens of happiness. 
Yes. And it's easier said than done sometimes. <laughs> but, you know, truly, it's something that you need to focus on and build up like a muscle. And I describe this in my book that, you know, a lot of people are saying, well, I just can't shift over into gratitude and into happiness. Yeah, it's really hard to do it first. That's why you have to bring it in slowly and practice it and let it become a routine and let it become really a habit that you do on a daily basis. And then you'll build that muscle up. So when adversity does hit and bad things do happen, that shift back into, wait a minute, I have so much is much easier to do. Mm -hmm. And it's an empowering state, right? Like it's like, yes, you can feel the the heaviness of like that storm when it passes, but then you'll find that the storm will pass that much quicker instead of being like lost in, you know, lost in it. Yes, absolutely. So in terms of gratitude in the woman that you've worked with, what patterns do you see that come up often that really stop them or block them from being able, like, I know you mentioned a few a second ago, like, oh, I'll be happy when, or I'll be, you know, I'll be grateful when. And, and when you create that block and that distance, you're almost feeling bad about yourself. So it's like, you're lowering your frequency and you're blocking the, the whole effect of gratitude coming through. But what else do you see? Like, what are other common blocks that you see? That get yeah, away? probably the most common one is forgiveness. And it's so hard because 90% of the time, the forgiveness is personal. You have to forgive yourself for things that you just can't let go of. And it's it's a process that you really have to go through before you can embrace gratitude. Um, a lot of people will tell me that, you know, it wasn't until I let go of this or that or this thing I was holding on to that was negative that I was really able to embrace the positive and bring that into my life. And there's luckily a lot of great techniques out there, um, YouTube videos and free advice and walkthroughs, meditations, et cetera, on releasing these, you know, things and, you know, releasing and relinquishing the forgiveness that we need to. When you say 90% is forgiving yourself, can you go a little bit deeper into that? Because it's very powerful. And bring, even when you bring up forgiveness, I'm like, yep, that's, that's, that's a huge one. But what do you mean by 90% is yourself? Yeah. So we, we're not processing through things. You know, we feel guilty. We feel like we didn't do this or that, or we could have done this differently. And we hold this internally. And if you think of it and, you know, our thoughts are so powerful in the, in the extent that on a positive way, they can do stuff like heal me. Like, you know, I was able to heal myself and there's miraculous and amazing stories on way better, you know, and more um, controversial healing than I went through, you know, cancers, you know, um, just Joe Dispenza's got one amazing story. <laughs> I'll, I'll even speak because I went to two Dr. Joe events. The last one was in Cancun and then Indian Wells in February of this year. And in Indian Wells, there was a woman who was in a wheelchair the entire time. She had Parkinson's, she was had tremors and through the meditations and through, we do this thing called coherence healings. I'm not sure if you've heard of the coherence healings. There's people whose bodies are sick. And they go and, and they go there to be healed. And the rest of the attendees are there helping sort of healing them. This woman who was in a wheelchair the entire week after she had her healing, she stood up for the first time and she began to walk. Wow. And that moment, that miracle, like for the few people that were in the room, because most people had left, there was maybe 30 of us in there. It was a miracle before our eyes. And I just, in that moment, I was just, I knew the power of this work. Yeah, that's absolutely amazing. And the collective energy, like you describe and the coherence healing, I mean, we are energetically connected. This pandemic is driving me nuts because they're saying, 
stay six feet apart. That's, you know, the heart needs to be within six feet to feel that connective energy to someone. We're hurting ourselves so much through this pandemic and this social distancing. I, I'm ready for this to all be over with. <laughs> mm. For anybody, because you brought it up and this is, you know, it'll still be on for anybody who is struggling with the pandemic and with the social distancing. Do you have any suggestions? Yes. And I, I go back to nature with this one because I've been there. I get it. I struggled with this too. I, I want this to be over just as much as the next person. But you know, those are the days where you really need to get out on a nature walk and take in all that's around you and that it is going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And also bring in gratitude. You have so much to be thankful for. Even if you've been hit by tragedy or loss, there's still so much positive in your life to be thankful for. And it is a really challenging and difficult time right now, but this is the time we need to eat the most. This is not the only adversity you're going to go through with this pandemic. They think bad things are going to happen. And it's just a matter of time before the next one. And we need to prepare ourselves by building up a response to adversity that's going to get us through it. And this is a, a wonderful one to be able to do that with. Mm, beautiful. I'm curious about forgiveness techniques. So going back to that, because I think that there was a, a nugget with that there and it's so powerful, but what are some techniques for anybody who's struggling with letting go and they're just, they, they can't get over it. They're in that almost, no, I don't want to say toxic loop, but this loop of like not being able to get out of a situation or a dynamic and it's just, they're replaying the storm. What would you suggest? Yeah, there's a great technique called the Ho'oponoono um, technique. It's an ancient Hawaiian practice. And there's YouTube videos with the meditation and the walkthrough on this. And it's so healing. And it can be done for anything that you want to give forgiveness or release. Um, because I started to say this before, but when we hold things in and they're negative, it's like a little cancer that's growing inside of us. And mm -hmm. these things that we need to release them or they will grow and manifest into something like a cancer or something very negative inside us. So we have to do this for our own health. And if you just search on YouTube, um, it's Ho'opono Ono. There's a lot of YouTube videos. And like I said, there's just uh, meditation walkthroughs on this that are, can be very powerful healing. And it's a meditation, the ho Ho'apona Ono. Ho'apona ho Ono. Ho'apona Ho'apona Ono. Yes, <laughs> I love it. You're teaching me something new. I've never heard of this before, and I'm I'm for it. So it's a, it's a meditation. It's a it's an ancient Hawaiian practice. Yes, but there's a meditation walkthrough. Several people have them up on YouTube that you can walk through this and be a guided imagery meditation. Oh my gosh. Amazing. Okay. I'm totally going to Google this as soon as this is over. <laughs> you guys, if you're listening, you have to Google this one. We'll include something in the show notes. Anyways, my dear, is there anything else that is on your heart to share in this moment? Um, no, I feel like I've shared, you know, what I wanted to get out, which is just the power of emotions like gratitude, you know, joy and love, and just to bring them in and to feel them as much as you can. And just the, the staying positive, the focus on the positive, because the, the root of all this is what you focus on, you bring more in, into your life. And when it, you just simplify it down to that exact thing, who does not want to bring more positive into your life? The way you do that is you focus and your whole day becomes positive. Then it just grows and it's exponential. I love it. The last question that I just kind of came up for me, what about people? Because I'm sure sometimes like when you're so positive and you're so loving, and I actually get this sometimes too, where people come out and they project a little bit of negativity on me. Like, how can you be so positive when X, Y, Z, or how can you be this? And I'm, I just send compassion and love, but what do you do? Like, do you ever have people who come around or say anything or just energy of like, Ugh! and then oh, yeah. what do you do when it's projected on you? I used to be one of those people. 
There <laughs> so, I completely get that. And it's a reflection on where you are in your happiness journey. And there's a lot of stuff that you're probably holding on to internally and you're not happy about. So I have deep compassion for those people. And I, you know, I want to help them more than anything because I was there and I know how easy it is to get wrapped up in that and just feel that negative drain and the discouragement all the time. And there is a way out. And that's what I want to share. I'm here. I'm glass half full now. I'm out of that. And it's possible. No matter where you start from, it's possible. I love it. So where can people find you? So you can find me on gratitudemission.org, which is my website. And um, my book is also available on Amazon. It's called um, Flourish, Seven Ways Gratitude Can Transform Your Life. Amazing. Thank you so much, Jennifer. This was, it was beautiful. Thank you so much for having me, Samantha. It was great to be here and share. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. Remember to contact Jennifer if you have any questions at all. All of her contact information is going to be in the show notes. And gratitude, people, what do you have to be grateful for? Happy Thanksgiving to all of my American friends out there. Like I said at the beginning, Thanksgiving is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite holidays of the year. And I feel like, especially with 2020, we need to tap into as much appreciation as we can. So next week's episode will be out on Thursday, but if you are looking for some more inspiration, go check out last week's show. I had so many positive reviews from it. Gia's story of walking away from her industry at 40, jumping into filmmaking, and then producing an award-winning film in a topic that she is so passionate about will inspire you to show that it is possible at any point or at any stage or at any age, you can switch it up and jump into a new career and just go for it too. It was incredible. So anyways, next week we have another inspiring guest. So until then, keep being you, be beautiful.